With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Twitter and he uses Twitter and social media tools to 
uh, connect people and help them take your um, career further. It would be great to hear some of his strategies and all. And so, you know, catch us up while we're waiting. You know, what's new on the horizon, you know, for, you know, what's been new happening with the Urban Tech Fair? Well, uh, the Consumer Electronics Show is happening uh, January 8th through the 11th. And all of us know, I'm a big proponent of uh, industry trade shows. It's an opportunity to meet and greet, penetrate people who wouldn't even return your phone call out of the loop. So it's a great chance to network and meet new people in the industry, learn new things. And CES is the biggest electronics show in the world. Uh, it takes up the full uh, Vegas Convention Center and about three hotels. And it's expected to be really a, a high-powered event this year. They're going to have about four different uh, tech challenges and hackathons, and they're claiming, AT&T is claiming to be Having the biggest tech uh, challenge in the uh, in the U.S. Uh, at during Sweet Guest. All right, okay. So, okay, so and so you we will have a presence there. And what else is going on? Where there are some new developments? Well, basically that's it. We've been talking and developing with uh, city leaders and and our different contact points across the nation trying to recruit uh, uh, like-minded people and volunteers into our movement uh, to promote access, education, and commerce. Uh, As we say, the talent that exists in your own backyard, discovering Silicon Valley in your own backyard. And Las Vegas is really excited about it. I had a chance to talk with a couple of uh, uh, casino executives while I was there and revive some old contacts in the city. And I'm looking forward to having some one-on-one meetings uh, after next while I'm in Las Vegas talking about the uh, tech there. there. I've been talking up on uh, Seattle. I've uh, got a lot of things happening there. I'm sure you've been following those emails. And Cincinnati uh, with... Um, uh, so Daniels. Our team in Cincinnati is, is really looking forward to putting something every day at 6 o'clock on Google Plus through the Kwanzaa. Oh, all right. Okay. That's great. So um, our special guest is here, Mr. Vicken. So we're going to bring him on. One, Hello, to Mr. listen Vickin. to your message, press 2. To erase and re-record, press 3. Okay, Mr. Vickens. Are you still there? You have reached the maximum time permitted for recording your message. If you are satisfied with your message, press 1. To listen to your message, press 2. To erase and re-record, press 3. Okay. I don't know why. (laughs) Sorry you're having trouble. Your message has been sent. Goodbye. Yeah, I think we got his answering machine. His answer machine called us. <laughs> <That's> oh. <odd. laughs> okay. That's really odd. Well, um, let's attempt. We'll we'll go ahead and see if we can call him back because there obviously something happened because. Um, Live radio. 
<laughs> yep, yes. I know he does use Google Talk, so maybe it was programmed to call at a certain time. Who knows? <laughs> we can ask him. So we will. We can definitely. Okay, wait a minute. Here he is again. Here he is Hello. again. Hello. Please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to reach. Transitter Entertainment. Yeah. All righty. So while that is happening. Oh, hey, I was on the other line. Other um, line. I, was yeah. so <laughs> yeah. I, I realized that we were calling you because they had called, but we heard your answer machine instead of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was yeah. trying to connect because I um, definitely was looking forward to this interview. Yes. Definitely. Well, um, to hear from you. I'm glad that we could uh, finally contact. Oh, definitely, definitely. I, I know you guys have been putting in a lot of hard work um, with the Urban uh, Tax Fair, and I came across it. And uh, being that I know so many of us need these type of platforms, I'm definitely looking to see and learn more about it to, to put it out to my network and whoever might not be aware of it. Well, we appreciate your uh, support, but the show is about uh, you. This is a digital drummer where we talk about blacks and technology, people like yourself that are in our community doing great things that uh, others may not be aware of. That's what the Urban Tech Fair is about, to showcase local talent, resources, and energies to help uplift the entire community. So uh, he likes to say, uh, tell us about uh, Vic and the doctor. Um, definitely, definitely. You said I'll uh, tell you a bit about me, right? Yes. Yeah, well, um, I started out um, using the online social media really to put more parties and to like, get to connect with a lot of people at once, um, which was a lot easier than, you know, at the time going uh, how the old people were promoting in the olden days, which is not traditional marketing methods aren't gone. But um, I definitely feel like this online platforms um, can help a lot of people to realize their dreams and their goals if they work it the right way and if they brand themselves um, accordingly and um, if they keep all their um, engagement and their conversations online to a certain degree and a level of professionalism and, um, you know, just being a nice, positive person online can create a, a lot of nice, positive um, uh experiences for for any anybody in whatever field that they choose to to involve themselves with and um I chose um acting and modeling um to help me to see what I could do with it see if I could create any opportunities for myself that I you know really wanted to experience and and I've been able to do that yet I realized what I was doing was something that a lot more people could do and that they could benefit from um so I um slowly but surely found a way to monetize what I do and, and create a business for myself to not be a, a hungry and a starving model actor out there, but but one that actually has um, income coming in from a business, a service, and a product 
that's not just their acting and modeling talent, which in this entertainment industry these days, um, a lot of things can happen um, that that's not necessarily what one would want to experience, yet just trying to be in the entertainment field, um, one can experience it. So there's a lot of technology out here. Um, it, it goes far beyond just using Twitter um, or just emailing people or Facebook. Um, it's really about relationship building and, and growing a really strong network and having people know you, you know, more so than you just knowing them. Um, so that, that's why I feel like uh, there's, there's so much out here for us today, and it's, it's really about people recognizing it, smarting up to it, and then implementing what they've learned. And, and that's what I do with people while well, with VM Enterprises um, and just connecting with people in, in my daily life. Um, which is what I like to do as well. Um, Vickens, I would like for you to um, explain to us what is a, you said to develop a, a quality network. Um, how do you, how would you define that, a strong network? Um, strong, like just like in real life, because um, sometimes I read books that speak about networking and they were written in like, the 70s or the 80s or whatnot. Yet, as I read them, I realize the same techniques can be applied online. Um, and and I could and if I'm coming from perspective from the 80s, 70s, and I, it would I would define that as being a value to your network. You know, basically making sure that if you're in someone's network, you're able to help someone else in their network or them with whatever product or service that you choose. Um, but if you, if a person could find a way to make what they do something a lot of people need, like a solution to a lot of people's problems, they're actually in turn making themselves very rich. Um, so, you know, you want to be valuable to your network because the more value you can add to your network is, is that's how much value you add. That's how much value another person knowing you has already. So say, so now you do that and you don't just, have one person, you know, you have a Diddy, you have a Russell Simmons, you have an Oprah, you know, you have everybody from the Urban Tech uh, Fair, uh, and then you just keep going consistently. And after a year, after two years, after three years, uh, you start to see that as you're even looking, because what Facebook and Twitter does is it visually puts your network. It takes your email list and your phone numbers and it visually puts them there and then it allows people to engage. So, And then so as one work to create a valuable network, um, they'll be able to have plenty of people that are movers and shakers doing what they would want to do anyway. Because um, if I'm like a model or actor, it would be smart for me to put, you know, magazines, uh, photographers in, on my Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, you know, other models that might be, you know, doing photo shoots or whatnot. And then, you know, taking it from there and then just expanding to the whole industry and whoever else um, you could do that with. And that's just for people that might not be able to meet these people in real life. But the whole point of doing this is so that offline and in real life you could actually be doing what it is you would like to see yourself doing, but you need to put yourself around those people in one way or another. Um, and social media allows us to do that where we don't have to be strangers to these people, and we could get to know them, and they get to know us a little bit. 
Okay, so one of the key things, just for everyone that hopefully you heard, was that you have, you need to be a value to your network. So even reaching out to those key people, if you're never putting out valuable information or data, then you're just, in a sense, making noise. So you want to make sure that you are um, adding value. In, and a lot of times that could be just by being an expert in your area. You know, you um, people learn from you. You may share valuable resources and tools. But I just wanted to, the reason why I want to specify that is because there are a lot of people, sometimes people go after the numbers, and especially on Twitter. You can have thousands, thousands, millions of followers, but, again, that doesn't make a quality network. If you can't take those numbers on Facebook, on Twitter, on Google, if you can't somehow turn those into leads and convert them into sales, then it's just you're in a large network with a lot of noise, but no one's bringing value to one another. So I just wanted just to share that when people, when you are building networks, to make sure that you're strategic. And um, sometimes I think there are a lot of people that are not really sure how to use Twitter um, strategically. They know, you know, there are a lot of people that put out information, but they don't know how to then take that, um, you know, how to use those relationships and convert them, especially on Twitter. There are a lot of people that are lost because they feel on Twitter it's a, it's so isolated. Like on Facebook, you know when other people are on Facebook or not. But on Twitter, there are a lot of people that just put out information and they're not sure how to build relationships via Twitter and to actually feel like they're not just putting out information and just reading but actually feel connected to people. So how would you advise those people? Definitely. Um, I would take a look at the, what I, I would want to post out and then honestly ask myself, if I saw this, would I want to read it? And when people could start to be honest with themselves and, and start to realize, oh, man, I, you know, I just posted 50 times, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm an artist, I'm going to be here. Or I'm an actor and um, I'm posting how, you know, I, I had all these, you know, um, job opportunities this week, you know, basically showing off, making other people feel a certain type of way. So it's like, you know, how then a person has to ask themselves, what can I put out that's going to make people, you know, happy or want to connect with it or joyful or even some sort of controversy? You know, there's, there's a lot of ways to connect with people's emotions and psyches, and that's what you want to do. Um, but online and social media, it gives a lot of people a lot of control over what they see and what they, you know, what they choose to see. So as you're putting what you want to put out that you think, you know, that you want people to see as your your brand, your company or whatnot, you know, they're looking at that and they're realizing that's of no value to me. You didn't present it. It could be of value, you know. It really could be in all honesty, but if you don't present it in a way that people could use their three to seven second attention span these days um, to see the value in it or how it can help them or make them feel good, um, then then it's going to get lost in that stream. and it's, it's like no one's going to see it. So you could have a million people 
and only 10 people saw it, and that's not that good at all. Because, um, <clears throat> you know, if if you spoke in a room full of a million people and only 10 people heard you, you would be like, wow, you know what, um, I should be doing something better here. But if, if you're in a room with a million people and you could speak in a way that makes them all look at you and focus on you, you know, you're not just another one of the million people in that room. You're standing out, and, and then you become an influencer, and, and and that's what people want to do online. They, they want to become the influencer because that's what these brands want. They want people that people listen to. You know, just like we see on these celebrities and TV shows, you know, they're, they're putting out products or this or that. Sometimes it would be a Ciroc um, or it could be anything else these days, literally. Um, and because of some people have to know that there's, there's millions of products and companies out there and it usually can be in their niche or what they do or whatnot. So they should actually try to steer themselves, not try to be like everybody, just continue to be unique, influential, and providing good content and, you know, like you say, strategically connecting with the right um, connectors and it's like you have no choice. Like It's like if you're in a room full of people that are doing what you do and, and are looking for people like you, you know, they're going to eventually see you because, you know, these networks create create lists and rooms and stuff. Um, and then people build other websites that organize everything. Um, so there's a lot of ways to do it, yet it's, it's, it's all about really questioning oneself and, and, and really taking into account how it would look from a consumer standpoint or from the other side. And once one can really honestly do that, they'll start to realize that they're spamming people and they're posting stuff that no one cares about. And that's 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 uh that's the recipe for becoming a, a ghost online with with um, a lot of numbers. Brother yeah. uh we kinda jumped ahead of ourselves because of the uh communication problem in the beginning with the setup uh and we're halfway into the show now why don't you tell our listeners uh the name of your company and how to contact you and your url on, on twitter so that they can reach you and follow up definitely guys um everyone to connect on twitter and check out hashtag vm enterprises and you'll see some of the posts i put up um, but that hashtag is connected to my, uh, you know, at Vikings Muscova, which is at V-I-C-K-E-N-S-M-O-S-C-O-V-A. Um, and from there, you know, we can start talking, chit-chatting. You can connect with some of my, you know, other clients, other people I work with, my other friends, you know, I have family on there. And then you could also get to me on email and, and Facebook. Um, I could be emailed at VikingsM at Gmail. And um, it's really awesome um, what social media can do for people. But it's not really about social media. It's really about building those relationships. It's, it's what about it's what you can do for another person and what they can do for you in a way. Definitely. Um, people could connect with me on Twitter, Facebook. Um, I would just Google me, but those are the main spots, um, as well as LinkedIn. Uh, and from there, I branch off to a lot of niche uh, sites. Um, but there's so many that come out every day. I definitely like to keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
So um, you say that Twitter's is Vickens, and yeah, and you said this at, at, at mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's Twitter.com. It's Twitter.com slash V-I-C-K-E-N-S-M-O-S-C-O-V-A. And um, right now I'm at about fifty to 60,000 followers. Um, There's a lot of people on there, and a lot of people I know and have met. You know, not I haven't met all those people, but it's a lot of the people. Uh, on, my, on my Facebook, I have about... It's, it's about I'm 200 away to the 5,000. I thought I was gonna hit it this year, but if, if, unless I get 200 in one day tomorrow, um, <laughs> I'm gonna have 4,800 on there. Plus, like I have my email list from when MySpace was was on and, and popping. I learned I extracted my email list, so I have thousands of people in my email list that I, I could reach out to any point. And that's also something people have to realize with these social networks. They're basically email email um, holders. So it's it's really about extracting that contact information and to use those all that contact information to turn them into leads for your business, your passions, your dream and goals. Because um, if, if you have a bunch of people that are focused on your industry and what you're trying to do, you know, those those are a lot of leads. People pay a lot of money to have, a thousand potential clients or customers and, you know, to an artist having a couple thousand fans or real fans could be the difference between getting signed and not signed. And that's, that's between someone's living their dreams and not living their dreams. And, you know, when you look at it that way, from that perspective, you could really see how, you know, social media could start to change one's life. I've, I've worked with people in real estate, life coaches, um, all different kinds, and not just artists, and, and in music too. So it's expensive. Um, all right. Definitely. I, I see that you're from uh, Woodbridge, uh, New Jersey, and as uh, right. uh, as why don't you tell us what is, what inspired you to basically become an entrepreneur and and, and pursue this uh, new media uh, economy. Definitely. Um, when I was, you know, just starting on the side, the the uh, party promotions using like online marketing or whatnot, you know, it was cool. And I was like, oh, let me supplement my work um, with this extra income. And and then one day, work that was my primary income started to go away. So I'm like, all right, that's not too bad. Let me just work a little bit harder at what I've been doing on the side, which I did. Um, and in doing that, realizing that, you know, products and services are part of the key to wealth, I I had to make my product and service more professional, uh, better, so it could be perceived to wider audiences. Um, and then I just kept refining it. I, 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 didn't, I started out in college with a business degree, but then I finished off with philosophy and history, um, so I didn't really have as much experience and learn know how as others with with business yet. You know, I know I wanted to do something. I read a lot of books, people talking about, you know, if you're gonna work, you might as well work with your passion. So I'm like, I'm gonna take a chance and I'm gonna do what these you know, successful people say to do and see what happens and you know, I've been doing that and I haven't stopped and even when a hard time come or, you know, I'm looking for that extra client 
um, I just keep on pushing and going because uh, I, I know that what I'm doing is actually the keys to my, my freedom and and um, my economic prosperity and uh, just a lot because, you know, being a, not just being black, because um, that's not a downfall. That's not something that makes me weaker. It's actually something that makes me stronger, especially when you know where you come from. So being, um, I got Haitian American diaspora born over here. Um, I got a real understanding of, of what it takes to, to to make it and what it really takes. And then I I learn more about how others in America do what they need to do. So I, I realized, you know, I had something here and that I could take it to a, if I just work at it and I work on making it better, smarter, more refined, that I can create a situation um that can benefit not only me but my future generations of people I'm connected to. And at the same time in the present I can inspire other people that are my like my peers and people younger and older than me to do something similar which I'm not telling them to become social media um marketing or experts, but to to maybe to find what they love to do and to, to not only do that, see how you can use social media to do it better, reach more people, and in turn make more money and um, and live your like maybe be happier because now you you have more time to do what you want to do instead of in, being a slave to what society chooses for us to do. You know, we think we have so many choices in in America, but the only choices we have are the choices given to us. And once somebody starts to think outside of that, you know, they they everyone thinks they're crazy or something's wrong with them. That's the, that's the problem. It's like, like you know, uh, I forgot the uh, the lady's name that the lady that that you uh, did the underground railroad and was freeing slaves. She said she freed a certain amount of slaves, but she would have freed more slaves if they only knew that they were slaves. Um, so I forgot her name, but a lot of people in America, and I don't want to pinpoint at black people, but we've been here for 400 years, I mean, plus years, and we came from such greatness, and a lot of us are still in a situation that is totally uncalled for. And we know that it's uncalled for because pe people come from other countries and they do a lot better than us. And we've been here. We have all the same resources that they come, and then we look down upon them. And and then when they say something to us, we think that they're trying to get at us. So you know, I took I took my lessons from my Mexican friends, from my African friends, um, and even from my white friends because what I saw what white people was doing is they kept like Jewish people too. They they keep it in the family. They keep everyone building. And they work together. They work together till everybody has something, and they don't stop. And you know they probably have their differences and stuff like that, but they all build towards something. And we as like African Americans or people living in urban areas, it's like yo, um, when are we gonna build for ourselves and stop looking for somebody else to do it? And we keep saying that the white man's a devil and this and that. But like, can we focus on something positive? Like, why don't we focus on something positive and let that go? Because all that has brought is, like, more strife and more poor in our neighborhoods. Um, I think it's time that we focus on what needs to be done and actually doing it instead of just talking about it 
and 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 uh, that's what I've been about. Uh, truly, you're speaking truth when you're advising people to be about it and not just talk about it. And one of the things that we say at the Urban Tech Fair is we not only want to bridge the digital divide, but the cultural divide that exists in our neighborhood as well. We all live here. We all want the same thing, safe streets, good jo- good schools, and jobs in our community. And we can work together on that commonality as a community, as a neighborhood, as a block that would develop and lift everyone up. So I applaud what you're saying, brother. You're right on the uh, on point relative to the new millennium and the 21st century economy, which is based on collaboration, working together for the common good uh, of all. But I can get on my soapbox. Um, uh, Jackie knows that about this time in the show, she usually uh, checks to see who's in the chat room or if we have any calls or questions for Brother Vincent. And once again, Brother Vincent, for, uh, Vickens, for those that uh, uh, want to find you, give us the correct spelling and pronunciation of your first and last name. Thank you, guys. I will go to Google right now and type in V as in Victor, I-C-K-E-N-S-M-O-S-C-O-V-A, and that's Vickens Muscova. And um, once you go there, you start to see a bunch of videos, um, just like recordings, just a lot of content, um, just putting it online and making sure that people could really feel it and, and, and enjoy it and benefit from it. Because if I could benefit from it, I know there's at least one other person, and because of social media, I know it's going to definitely be more than one. Um, so definitely, guys, at Vickens Muscova, Facebook.com slash Vickens.Muscova if you want to connect with me, or even Facebook.com slash VM Enterprises and, and just get on the company page and, you know, promote what you're doing. And I would love to see your work, your music, your art, your, your movie, everything, and, and we can um, start building and working. So, yeah, that, definitely, guys, Google me and, and let's collaborate. Alrighty. I also, I've been putting things inside the chat, um, the chat room. So if anybody want to come on in the chat room, or if you want to call in, just call in at 646-716-7994. Again, the call-in number is 646-716-7994. And, um... So, um, really, um, I like to ask you, Vickens, what uh, attracted you? What did you see about the Urban Tech Fair that attracted you? That made you interested. Um, just the interest of of someone that you know, you guys definitely could be doing anything with your time. Um, and me as a person that builds platforms and, and knowing what it takes to create events and this and that. Um. Just just knowing who you're trying to target and, and and why and what why it's even needed and the kind of people that are even like you know looking to to be part of things like this and to expand on them it's it's like you know it's like a, it's like a a light just clicked in my head and you know God just put me on the right website to you know just to look into it see what I can do and. and you know, just to just to tell people that you know you're doing what's right and to support you guys, and uh, to keep 
spreading word about it because that's really what it is, spreading word, getting more people to know about it and, and seeing how they can help because it's, it's really great when people could build platforms to help others that, you know, are 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 could use the inspiration and, and you know, the hope or, and everything that comes comes with that is pretty important in these days, especially with the youth killing them, you know, murdering and killing themselves and, you know, all the mass murderings that are usually from the same predominant type um, anyway, um, that, you know, the youth need to see a lot of good stuff and we need to put it out there for them in, in good ways. Well, uh, we, uh, Jack is famous for saying, uh, rep your city. Tell us about uh, the technology scene in uh, in Woodbridge, uh, well, actually in New Jersey. Uh, are there a lot of uh, uh, software developers? Do they have a lot of tech challenges? Are there community tech centers? What's going on on the technology front in New Jersey? Yeah, uh, New Jersey is one of the actual uh, actual top uh, economic um, uh, creators in in uh, in the United States. Uh, a, a lot of the major five, Fortune 500 companies actually have their bases right in New Jersey. Um, people don't don't be realizing because they're spread out. They be on highways, um, but one could account for a lot of them. And, and because of this, New Jersey hasn't had hasn't had um, as much economic troubles as far as revenue and tax uh, streams as other places. Like we could say, even like in California, um, because of these, uh, these. The only thing is, they get a lot of tax breaks. So while they're here bringing jobs and everything, they're not necessarily paying for what we need in, in New Jersey, which is what you know the governors of the past did to even get them here. Um, you, you know, Jersey's a very nice place to live and everything. It could be a, a better with the the green, but we could say that for all of America. You know, I would definitely like to see more uh, wind wind farms. I see a couple around me, um, as well as more solar panels all, everywhere. Because um, New Jersey has a lot of good weather for the majority of the year, a lot of a good amount of sun. Um, so the, the technology should be upgraded around here. You know, I, I see more and more Chevy Volts coming around the the, the green cars, the more hybrids or whatnot. Um, it's a very uh, a great place to live. Yet uh, the technology in America and uh, the whole ecosystem is definitely uh, in time for upgrade. Especially if you think about some of the countries that have a lot of simple technology like uh, free healthcare, another technology which like free education system. So you know, if we could get that, then I'm a, you know you know I start to really feel like. You know, Jersey stepping up the technology game, but I feel like there's a there's a bit more that in America, especially on one of the richest states, um, could be shown in the world. I know Hurricane Sandy happened recently. Um, it, Jersey stands up, though. I I really like living in, in this area. Um, it, I know I love the hot, the better weather, and whatnot. Um, but technology over here is is slowly but surely coming over from Silicon Valley. And for the most part, um, going in the epicenters of New York, where the money's at, and, and the banks um, are located, because that's the um, bank capital of the world per se, quote unquote. New York, 
Um, so because of that, New Jersey gets a lot of the benefits from that because taxes in some areas might slightly be lower, um, which is why I was saying earlier how a lot of the top Fortune 500 companies happen to be right at home in, in New Jersey. Um, so being right next to New York definitely helps uh, with that. Now, you were talking about uh, your background in uh, as a booking agent for your company, uh, VM uh, Enterprises. And as a blogger and a journalist, I've written a lot uh, regarding the uh, the fashion and the uh, 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 entertainment industry relative to young uh, aspiring artists and some of the releases and contracts that are placed to them in the beginning. If you could speak to uh, aspiring uh, wannabe uh, uh, actors and models, uh, what kind of advice would you give them in terms of identifying a a proper uh, booking agent or management or PR person, what type of people do they need on their team? Um, first off, they need to get uh, the right mindset of not feeling like they need people so much to do for them and to see what they could do for self. Um, once they could start to do that, they will create um, an air of freedom around themselves which won't have them needing to um, be victims to the negative sides of the industry because there's a lot of people in this industry or whatnot that sometimes either have the power or say they have the power to quote-unquote create and allow for your dreams to materialize right in front of you, quote-unquote dream. Um, yet they want something in return, and this usually has part, part of it is, has something to do with your soul. Um, so a lot of people you see out here famous, this or that, they don't even really have their soul. And uh, luckily, social media has allowed me to not only have the experiences that I really wanted to have as far as traveling, being in different shows, um, like getting to act with some top, like, notch Hollywood actors, um, you know, being extras on some sets, you know, um, but doing it in a way where I was, like, independent and I had freedom and... I wasn't, I was getting paid, but I wasn't slave to my paycheck like a lot of people are, um, not only because I created my own company that has a big reason to it, but um, I, you know, I, I branded myself as what I wanted to be and then put myself in those situations um, as far as being on that set, you know, being at that party. And then what I did was I documented it which is what a lot of people don't do. You know, they'll say they were here, there, or that, and that's cool, but when it comes, like, one, all that, everyone, anyone can say that, you know, and there, a lot of people do. You know, they say they're here, they're that, or they're there, or they was in this, or they're not, you know, but then there's really nothing to back it up except for their word or maybe one other person who might be with them. So I found a way to showcase what I do, and because social media is all about pictures and videos, it was, it was like I was creating my own. I was creating my own, like portfolio. following in a way. You're creating your own uh, virtual portfolio. Yeah, yeah, I did that as well. So it was like my life became my my work became and my life became my showcase to get more work and and to live more of my dreams. 
because I put the people that were watching what I was doing were also the people giving me the work sometimes. So they'd be seeing me at work doing what I do. And then also I have family, friends, and other people that would find that stuff interesting. And I'm doing what, you know, they wish they were doing or they never thought was possible. And I'm the kid that, that was sitting in the room with them, and but then they're watching me on a TV screen or they're listening to me on, like, a radio show, um, not knowing that, you know, I really do this. This is my real life, and it's, it's, it's like it became a way of life for me. Um, I don't feel like it's not normal at this point. I'm just going about my everyday thing. Now, you were mentioning earlier about the uh, club scene and doing different parties and different events. Uh, if you, as a partner, you just recently joined our Facebook group, but uh, we have a lot of discussions on there in terms of uh, uh, mobile devices, uh, iPads, smartphones, and so forth. And uh, from your perspective as, for lack of a better expression, a, a club promoter, uh, I'm sure that you've seen DJs and entertainers have now using uh, iPads and uh, uh, other mobile devices uh, versus uh, uh, vinyl CD setups and and so forth. How do you think uh, uh, mobile devices have affected the uh, club scene, either for the good uh, or, or, or for the negative? What's your advice or, or opinion on that? Um, while, you know, having these devices as an uh, air of, you know, safety to it, you know, and, you know, allowing you to to share your experiences with people that might not be with you, you know, that's cool. Going, that, to be able to do that live in a, in a moment is, is like, it's like a magic trick. You know, you get to have a box in your pocket that to connect with someone thousands of miles away, and now they could see, you could see each other while you're doing it. It's mobile. That's, 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 that's magic. If that's not magic to you, then I don't know what it is, but that's that's pretty magical if you ask me. It's like a magic box in your pocket. Um, so that's cool, and I respect that. I'm happy that we have that. But then, then we then you in a club or you're in a, an event, and you see everyone on that device, and that magical box is so magical that it could take away from the reality of where you're actually at, and so so then it becomes the people that are in your social network become more important than the people that are actually in front of you. And if that's not something someone should think about, then um, I don't think they're too in tune with their self and aware of what's around them anyway. So they wouldn't think that was abnormal. But, uh, you know, to be in a room full of people and to be focused on people that aren't around you is uh, is half near, like, that's that's like... You know, if what if you didn't have that box in your hand and you're sitting in the room and all you were doing was thinking about other people not around you, the people in the room are going to be like, damn, why don't you just go over there? You know, like, why are you even here? So, you know, that, that's, that's one thing I look to avoid with myself and as far as, like, being online all the time, you know, because especially when you make that your work and it becomes your life. And because I, I did other stuff like modeling, acting, when I, I started to realize the social media and the marketing was not even allowing me to create time to even go to castings and, and stuff like that. And that was the whole point of it. Um, so, like, technology, while it helps, it could it could kind of take away 
and veer people off focus and target if they're not always focused and targeted and on on and know where they're going, know what they're doing. You know, if a person always knows their purpose and why they're doing what they do, and you know, thinks about that, there's not really nothing that could take them because they're always going to have a vision for their end goal and result where, where they're trying to do. That's all they're going to see, and nothing can really stop them. Um, the technology can easily distract people um, and not allow them to live in the reality with the human beings that, you know, love and respect and care for them. And, you know, we saw, we've seen that with video games and how these young kids, because I used to be one of them, you know, I, I used to, it was, when NFL 2K5 came out, I, I was playing that game every second I could. I did my homework in school, so I wouldn't have to do it when I got home so that I could play this game. Um, and then I, I would play as soon as I got home to, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, get a couple hours of sleep, go to school, and then come back and do it, you know. I don't know how long I did that for. So I, I think till the next game came out, then I did it again. But, you know, that's just an example of of, of how these, these how this technology can overtake people and, um, you know, we don't even have to get into when robots really start coming out. But, uh, you know, it makes life easier. You know, now you can just order food online. You could order, you could, you could order, you know, your whole grocery, and they'll they'll send it to your house. You know, there's, they're coming out with a refrigerator that knows what food it has in it, and then it's going to be connected to the Internet, and then it's just going to order. You're just going to have people coming to your house when food is out. And and, is, and you're going to want that food. So that's why these social networks want to know so much about people and what they want and their characteristics and stuff, because they're going to eventually start selling all these marketing information to people that want to um, get profiles on people and to know how people think and feel and act. And it's called data mining. It's it's just one of the – that's how Facebook makes billions of dollars by selling all that information to uh other companies that want to well, take that information and use it. You understand that uh, technology is a two-edged sword, and your points are are, are very correct in terms of a person should be uh, uh, more aware on the now and who's in front of them versus their uh, uh, mobile or, or social network. We must remember that on the other side of those screens are real people, and more importantly, life is about interaction and communication. And uh, from one side of the fence, technology does take away from that. But relative to the club scene, I've been writing about how a lot of musicians are now using uh, uh, tablets as guitars and keyboards, and with the new apps that are coming out, they're even able to recreate the uh, vinyl effect where they can do scratches on their iPad, just like they had a, a, a vinyl turntable. In it. And I know that relative to the uh, video industry, uh, 10 years ago, it used to always be, uh, they'd search you for uh, cameras and recording devices coming into different events. Nowadays, as you say, everybody's got a magic box in their pocket, and they're able to record and distribute an event instantly in uh, real time. So the game is changing. Some of the rules are changing. And I know from the perspective of a uh, promoter or a uh, club person that technology is having a big effect 
And that's one of the reasons why we're promoting the uh, Urban Tech Fair is to demystify some of that technology and showcase it, the efficiencies of scale and how you can save money and open up the market and provide better and unique services by using technology. And it's people like you that are out there on the ground that are doing the dot-com thing that allows us to really uh, uh, be a part of the New Jersey experience, the New Jersey community, and to showcase all the good, positive things that are happening uh, in your community. Jackie, we got any uh, questions or callers yet? No, we don't have any callers yet. We did have people in the chat room, but um, we don't have any callers yet, but we always know we there are always several people listening in live. Everyone just doesn't always like to come on the phone. So, But um, this has been great and an extremely, extremely relevant conversation um, about, you know, social media, about, about about being more focused and target, you know, it was something new. Everybody's trying it and kind of um, learning trial and error. But I think it's when people can get, you know, more help into how to actually be more strategic with their use of social media, more focused, they can get so much more out of it because it, it does offer a lot. So, oh, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I love what uh, Brother Vickens is saying about uh, uh, knowing oneself and uh, being focused and uh, uh, persistence and uh, tenacity. Those are definitely the keys to success in any field. Definitely. Well, who are some some of the people that you you know you represent with your talent? Um, right now I'm working on a website called uh, Dad's Plan. Um, it's been one of the sites that I've been doing web development on. Uh, I've been working on the, the Twitter, Facebook, um, as well as now the Pinterest and whatever social networks will be relevant to getting users actually subscribing to that website and um, using it uh, daily for events or whatnot. Um, also work with um, different agencies. Um, one agency I actually worked with hired me to be a, a talent booker with it uh, as far as the acting and, and modeling. Um, so now work, I have my focus. Now that I'm a signed model, uh, I could, uh, you know, have that company to, to back me and to help me get work. Uh, so social media helped me to get more jobs and, 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 and work um, officially, um, so I'm working with them as well as like uh, other talents uh, around independent, um, around the the world, not just America or United uh, New York metro area. Um, work with some talents in like Ireland, Africa, um, and and these are mostly because I, I wanted I like I love music so much. I decided to start out just working with artists, um, mm-hmm. and. I did, and uh, and I also realized I had to expand and, and start working with with everyone that could use some of this knowledge that I have in here, um, and that's why I'm pretty much open to a lot of people. Yeah, I don't I only work with certain uh, people that are serious and focused about what they do and, and really see 
how the long-term benefits could help them live more of their passions and dreams because that's really what life's about. It's like want to do when you want to do it, how you want to do it. And, and and if you could, and the person could do that in a way that hurt, don't hurt others, it will be sustainable, um, which is what we want, sustainable happiness, joy, peace, you know, abundance, um, security. And that's that's what I found a way to create for myself. And I'm not going to say it's all social media because if, if it wasn't God putting me in the right place, meeting the right people, you know, all this, all you know, Facebook and Twitter wouldn't mean anything. Um, so it's like I, I did what I had to do, and I met God halfway, um, and I just kept building on that. And uh, definitely, and and I see what you're saying about with the with all the uh, and people in entertainment using like these hardware pieces. To, um, in, you know, it used to be Serato, now they're right on their iPad, um, which is more portable. It's less heavy, um, and it seems to sound as just as good. But when you break down the sound, it's, it's actually missing a lot. You say when you break um, down so the yeah. sound, it's what? Well, like, um, that's when you break down the sound of all these digital instruments and how it's taken and how pe- people are trying to synthesize all these sounds into digital form, it's actually... Mm-hmm losing a lot of the, the depth that comes with it. That's part of the reason why Dr. Dre came out with the Dre Beats by Dre is so people could get all the full stereo studio sound experiences and um, re and changing uh sound to MP three format and different formats, um, it, it breaks it down because that's 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 what digital does in an unseen it breaks down into smaller pieces so that it could travel over the internet and then you could hear it on your computer or your phone. And every, when you're breaking down the sound, when it comes to that other computer, it's not as clear and 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 impactful as the first pure sound. And that's what we that's what instruments do. And when you keep breaking it down, now you have first first you took away first you put it on record, then you put it then then you took away the record and then you put it on Serato. You know, there was steps between that, and then now you took away the Serato, and you're just putting it just the, the MP3. So now, what's really happening is people are crazy. People are it's it's, it's digital. It's interesting. It's good. It's interesting, but it's, it's like we're we're missing out on some stuff too. That's why, you know. Well, then that's some where some great innovation will come in. That that that's where we have room to grow. <laughs> So there's, you know, there's always opportunity, but definitely, um, but it's still good advice to you know to know that um, you lose sound quality. So that's good to know um, oh, yeah. when artists are transferring as far as which formats and also which formats to use and the upload, you know, which ones to choose to get the better quality. So um, I just like we have. Okay, um, just real quick, we got two minutes left. Um, if you do want to call in, you need to call in now on the 646-716-7994. We will stop streaming in two minutes. I did want to make an announcement on Saturday, January 5th, the Urban Tech Fair will be holding um, a mandatory conference call. If you are interested in participating with the Urban Tech Fair, if you want to know if anything's going on in your city, um, uh, we're just getting a lot of background noise. 
But if you want to know if anything is going on in your city and if it is, who to contact, um, how to follow up and how to get involved directly in your city, we need you to, um, we have a conference call. So what we need you to do is go to www.urbantechfair.org. Find the email list. The blast will come out with the conference call number, so you can call in. Um, we do want people to come in on a call um, who are really interested. Like you may want to just want to know what's going on, but this is a specific call for people to ask questions about how they can get involved, what's the next steps, and what is happening in their city. We the Urban Tech Fair will take place between July. And December of 2013, so we are really moving now. So everyone interested, if you say you want to get aboard, now's the time to get to work. We are, like, assigning places and putting people to work. So now's the time for you to get to work, and that's where we are. And um, we're at the end, so what I just would like... um, um, Jim, if you could come, give us your parting words, and um, when you're done, we come going back to Vikings. Vikings, you have 30 seconds in the whole world listening, so you can impart with some wisdom, and um, we'll be basically done for for this show, and we'll be back in two weeks. Jim, oh, I'm sorry, Jim. Let me open you up. <laughs> Jim. Yeah. All right, well, you know, the Urban Tech Fair is about community. It's about uh, do-for-self attitude uh, to show our community what's already available, readily available, freely available in their own backyards. And all we are as a vehicle is a conduit to what already exists, and we're there to support all the wonderful people such as Brother Vickens and um, organizations like the B. Blacks and technology, uh, other groups that are out there working in the trenches day and night, we're there to support, showcase, and highlight you. So for those that are listening, spread the word, tell your friends that Silicon Valley exists in your own backyard. Definitely, definitely. And uh, I just want to thank you guys so much for having me on the show. Um, I'm Really thankful that uh, there's people like you guys, um, you know, looking to expand uh, others' uh, work and lives or whatnot um, by showcasing it uh, at d- different events around the country and world like this. Um, and people could definitely reach me at at Vikings Mastova. And definitely, just you know, when times get hard, that's the time to get and refocus and to really go in even stronger. Um, and with even more driving. I know that's the hardest time, but that's the time where you get really gotta do everything you can um, and go outside yourself and know that then keep the faith um, and believe, ask, and receive it and just be willing to take take it and receive all the blessings that come with our divine birth rights as a being on this plane of existence on earth. So uh, I want to thank you guys so much and for everyone out there, just connect with me and, and be self-aware and don't be afraid of, you know, getting out your comfort zone. Well, thanks again, guys. And, you know, I uh, really appreciate um, the opportunity 
to do what I do in a way that those others that, you know, they don't have to give up and they can stay inspired and, you know, there's people that love them and there's a God that loves them most importantly and is real and um, it's eternal and it's within you, all the power and strength that you need. And, you know, to put what you do out there in a way that will allow you to get what you back is, is important, but not to be afraid to put yourself out there um, in a way you want to be looked at and presented. So thanks okay. again, guys. Um, re- re- well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Jim? Thank you. And, Vic, and you have a great day, my brother, wonderful 2013. I wish everyone out there uh, a happy new year and a safe new year. Uh, we look forward to uh, building, marketing, and strengthening our communities together. All righty. Happy New Year. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.